What's going on there, Youth Pastors? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. I have to tell you, I'm a little tired, so if I, if I feel a bit um, lethargic, I just got back from camp and uh, it's uh, it was a long week as camp usually is, but God showed up and showed out and does what only God can do and really uh, touched our young people. So super thankful for all the Lord did this week. And thank you for your prayers. I felt it. I, I felt energized by them because you were you were praying for me that I would uh, make it up that hill. <laughs> and I, like as Kate Bushwood said, you're going to make it up that hill. So thank you for all the prayers. Today, I want to talk to you about discouragement and uh, making it tap out. And before I get into that, though, I want to remind you that if you have not checked out the fall bundle, I put together a bundle of resources for you so that you don't have to pull your hair out doing all the planning yourself. Uh, The messages are there. Slides are there. Uh, there's books and resources for you as the youth pastor. There's discipleship resources. There's fun things like escape rooms and things like that. So I have packed it out with everything you need to plan a successful fall with your youth ministry. I'll put a link down in the description below. And if it's something you've been looking for and you want to pick it up, well, then that's also a way for you to support this podcast and to help me keep encouraging and training youth pastors just like yourself. So today, We'll talk about making discouragement tap out. Now, I'm not a big MMA fan per se, although I will watch it. My son and I occasionally talk about it. It'll occasionally be on TV and we'll chat. I think I'm more of a boxing guy, but let me tell you what, I respect MMA fighters. I mean, they, they put the work in. And if I was being honest, uh, I'm you know talking about this because I've gone through a season. I've been in the octagon with discouragement for a little bit of time. And I know that discouragement is known for cheating, you know, gouging the eyes and whatnot. And then the question really is when, when I'm in there with discouragement, and maybe you feel the same way as you're thinking, okay, who's going to tap out first. And we usually hope that it is not us. uh, But I think we have to remember that, that these, this discouragement, and I speak to myself, of course, that these things are not flesh and blood, as we know. They are powers, principalities. They are, you know, these negative emotions, limiting beliefs, uh, you know, things that are working in us on a daily basis to make us quit doing the things, you know, that God's called us to. And I'm not talking just about our jobs. I'm talking about, you know, living for Jesus. You know, that's the that's the great of the job. You can get into the job, you, you, you know, you, but you're living for Jesus is kind of the big the big thing there. And we have to remember that, listen, discouragement in teenagers, the teenagers we work with, is really not that much different from discouragement in adult. It's it's simply amplified. And I was having this discussion with my son the other day. I said, listen, it's high school, man. I said, it's still high school. Even when you graduate, life is a lot like high school. You have the same doubts. You have the same you know, group of friends, you're wondering what they're doing and why don't they call me sometimes, you know, and you have those, those feelings are there. And teenagers can be discouraged, you know, for various amounts of reasons, right? They, they don't have as many friends or, or enough close friends as they would like, you know, their world is out of control. Uh, They feel like they are not making progress. No one understands them. And adults can be discouraged because, well, friends are moving away or dying or, Uh, just a lack of community. You know, the world is out of control and we feel powerless to change it. Um, Not only do we feel like we're not making progress, we feel like we can't even get the opportunity to make progress. 
And adults also feel that, listen, nobody understands us. We can't get people to see our point of view or make the people understand how we feel. We feel like we are not being heard. And to me, that sounds like we're still teenagers, no matter how old we are. So what do we do about these recurring daggers of discouragement stabbing at our conscience? Well, there are two principles that come to mind that I have lived by most of my life. They are not perfect because I have seen discouragement win. But if I do not at least try, I lose by default. And so the first thing is, uh, commanded by Scripture, is renew your mind. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will, Romans 12, 2. See, we have to retrain our brains. I have to retrain my brain from thinking discouraging thoughts, such as, well, God must hate me, or I am useless. This is self-inflicted discouragement. Uh, you know, it goes beyond that, like thinking like, like students don't like me, parents don't like me, church doesn't like me, pastor doesn't like me. And we have to renew our minds in order to get rid of the thinking that's bringing us down. Fighting discouragement is an act of the will as much as it is an act of the spirit. The spirit works with our soul as much as we will allow him to. That's why the scripture says in Galatians, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. And listen, we don't have to convince the Holy Spirit that to to help us to think better that the holy spirit wants us to think better the holy spirit is thinking good thoughts towards us god is thinking good thoughts towards us it is us it is the messy soul part of us that keeps getting in the way that's allowing these negative things to kind of jump up into our hearts because of hurt or because of experiences or or because of just negative things that are happening and so we are in conflict because we are discouraged and yet the holy spirit is wanting to encourage us so we have this conflict going on and when i'm discouraged i need to allow the Spirit to nudge me with positive thoughts and bring to my remembrance scriptures, stories, and life experiences that clear away the negative thoughts so that I can see God's big picture. The Spirit is my trainer and my cut man in the octagon. Between rounds, I go to the corner and listen, not talk about my opponent, not talk about my injuries. I just listen. He tells me where I'm getting my clock cleaned and where I need to improve. And the second thing that I, I do my best to do is encourage myself in the Lord. And David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. And that's 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. And listen, there's times when we just feel like everybody's out to stone us. Everybody has a rock. Everybody has a criticism. Everybody has something to say about what we're doing. They have an opinion. And let me tell you something, that is discouraging. I know, I have felt it. And listen, most of us are not going to face the extremity of David's plight. No one is talking about physically stoning us. If they are, you should call 911, like right now. Uh, but there are people who prepare, sometimes daily, to throw their emotional, mental, and spiritual stones at us. We have to spit in the face of negative thoughts. Some say these thoughts are from the devil. I disagree. I think the devil simply puts a megaphone to our own inner voice and amplifies it to distort the voice of God. So when I'm in the octagon dealing with the things that I'm dealing with, I say everything out loud. 
I'm, I'm quoting scripture out loud. I am singing at the top of my voice. I am praying. I am snorting around. I am, I am just going for it because I want me to hear it. I want it to go out of my mouth into my ears so, so that I know what I'm saying. I'm hearing it. It's not just inner voices. It is being projected out. It's going back into my ears and building my faith. I want God to hear it because I want him to see, look, I'm on this, God. I, am, I know you are for me, not against me. I know that you, Holy Spirit, are. I don't have to convince you to help bring positivity in my life and to bring encouragement. That is what you want to do. It's my flesh that wants to discourage me. It's the devil that wants to discourage me. It's this world that wants to discourage me. And so I'm going to announce that out loud so that the the world can hear it, the world in quotations, obviously, but I want the world to hear it because I want it to know that I am not going to tap out. This is how I snatch the megaphone from the devil's hand and protest my own discouragement with words, scriptures, chants, songs, declarations. And when it's all done, I feel like uh, this releases just a ton of negative energy and it starts the renewing process in my mind. Well, that's it. That's me. Paul's guide to kicking discouragement in the groin. I don't think that's allowed in traditional MMA fighting, but it is in the spiritual octagon of prayer. And if you are feeling discouragement right now, if you feel like you just can't take another step, let me tell you something. Don't tap out. Start praying. Start quoting scripture. Start worshiping as loud as you can and put everybody on notification. It says, I'm not tapping out. You cannot make me. I am not going to do it. I'm going to flip this thing just like they do in the octagon. They will flip the maneuver and put somebody in an arm bar or uh, in a, you know, what in WWE was like a figure four leg lock type of thing. And I'm, you're going to flip this thing around and you're going to make discouragement tap out because the Bible tells me that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I want you to be free from discouragement. I want to be free from discouragement. So I'm going to do everything in my power, and I hope that you do everything in your power to make discouragement tap out. And that is it for this episode, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you feel encouraged. I hope that you feel like the tide is going to turn. I hope you're feeling like you're going to flip this thing around and you're going to make discouragement tap out. And listen, if you enjoyed this, if you got some value from it, please go ahead and leave five stars in a review, especially over there on iTunes, because there are youth workers just like you who need to hear this. So thanks for listening today. And don't forget, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, let me tell you something. You're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. And I'll see you in the next episode.